She's one of New Zealand's leading farming academics. She writes an excellent column fortnightly on our website, thecountry.co.nz. This week's offering, or this fortnightly offering, is all about sustainability. Three quarters of the bread sold in New Zealand is made from grain grown overseas. Surely, Jacqueline Rowith, if we're going to be sustainable, we should grow all of our own milling wheat. Why don't we do that? It's cheaper to get it from overseas, Jamie. Isn't that sad? So uh, supermarkets make the pragmatic decision because they know that consumers are looking for various things, but many of them are looking for not expensive. Did I put that appropriately? You did in time of in times of a of a food crisis, and I guess bread is just one part of the puzzle. Let's yeah. look at pork. It's even worse, uh, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Eighty five percent of ham and bacon consumed here in New Zealand comes from overseas. It, it's cheaper because they use techniques some of which are illegal here. And people don't know. So they make a decision. They say, we want to have high animal welfare. We want high environmental sustainability. But because they don't know what questions to ask, then they buy what looks like a good deal in the supermarket. And nobody, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. But there are implications for our industry here. And one of them is that three quarters of the bread sold is made from grain grown overseas. And one of them is that our pork industry is in trouble. Okay, let's go back to the grain. Uh, In Canterbury, Canterbury Plains, mid-Canterbury, we have some of the finest cropping land in the world. Why don't we build a big kick-ass flour mill down there instead of transporting it to the North Island? And surely we could produce milling wheat cheaper than chucking it in a ship because we know how expensive it is to transport stuff these days from Australia to here. Oh, it's cheaper to transport it from Australia than it is to transport it to the North Island. Now, there is um, a big mill that was started up by the Turleys in Tamuka area, and they are going great guns. But the issue is we've still got the expense of getting it to the North Island, and will pay, people pay the difference? But it was when I was doing the research for this column, it staggered me to find out that the amount of the value of the wheat, for instance, in a loaf of bread is only 38 to 40 cents. That's what goes to the grower. And that's whether you buy a dollar loaf at the supermarket or uh, one of the you know amazing things from an artisan bakery. It's only 38 to 40 cents. How would we get any of the extra value to the actual grower if the bulk of it at the moment goes to people um, post-farm gate? It's a big challenge. All right, let me just finish on the interview. You haven't heard it, unfortunately, with Will Burrett, GM of Farming and Forestry from Naitahu, a smart bloke. What do you make of this $8 million trial or the government's chucking $8 million at an $11 million trial? I think it's going to be fascinating. Oh, they're all fascinating. Line Farmings is doing some. There's a research up in the Harwara Dairy Research Hub in Taranaki. Uh, The comparisons are great. We need some very firm bottom lines. We need, uh, you know, starting points. We need the management system that will actually allow the comparisons to be made, keeping the animals um, optimally fed, for instance, at the same body condition score. And it is, it's going to be quite challenging for the farm managers. I'm, I can't find out yet who, what the, who the researchers are involved, the scientists, but they should be able to have a big input. But it's the farm manager that needs to be able to make the decisions optimally for the animals and then 
the scientists to do the economics around it. And some of the economics are going to be significantly different. You remain a sceptic when it comes to regenerative agriculture. Is this because you're on the payroll of Ravensdown? <laughs> or Dairy and Dad or any of the others. Yes. So it's just the three board positions. Um, no, it's because I'm a scientist. Because I know that our, if we want low-carbon products, and that's what Minister Damien O'Connor has said, then we need to feed the animals optimally. And I get quite concerned when people say we should be grazing at 5,000 kilograms of dry matter per hectare and taking down to 2,500 kilograms of dry matter per hectare when all the research says optimal grass production and optimal animal management occurs at the three-leaf stage, which is on a dairy farm, 3,000, and take it to 1,500. And that is high-quality pasture before it goes reproductive, and that is part of what minimises the amount of methane greenhouse gases per kilogram of milk solids and meat in New Zealand. If we start letting our pastures go reproductive, the methane will increase, and our productivity is down. That's farming 101, isn't it? Keep it at a vegetative stage rather than reproductive. At 5,000 kilograms of dry matter per hectare, you're effectively grazing a hay paddock. Well, potentially, there's bottom death, and the theory is you'll then trample in some of the carbon, but soil organic matter takes a very long time to build up, and uh, most of any pulse of organic matter that you've trampled in will be decaying relatively rapidly, because people forget underneath the soil, there are a whole lot of organisms, fungi, bacteria, little worms, and those sorts of things, that are chomping up the organic matter as fast as it comes in. And they reach um, an equilibrium with the amount that's coming in. So your equilibrium might build up a small amount, but overall, very, uh, very little because of those organisms building up to meet the income, the um, incoming carbon. And of course, in a drought, they go. So do we have irrigation on this trial? Uh, Will it be able to maintain photosynthesis over the summer dry period to ensure that those little bugs are kept alive, chomping away underneath the soil, just as the animals above the ground are kept alive, chomping away at the grass? Well, we're going to keep a close eye on that one. It's going to be fascinating. Dr Jacqueline Raworth, lovely column on sustainability and why we're not growing our own milling wheat and pork. And it's on our website, thecountry.co.nz. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Jamie.